0: This is Not Your Average Financial Podcast, episode 271. Are you with
1: Bobby Bonilla? Traditional financial planning is no longer working. And in the new normal economy, your host, certified financial planner, Mark Willis, invites you to join us as we engage the new and improved steps for establishing financial sanity. Be curious, be stable, be sane. This is Not Your Average Financial Podcast, helping you think different about your money, your economy, and your future. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode. Are you ready for
0: the season of your life where income stops but expenses continue well let's take a look at some of the statistics of our retirement security in this country now a study group known as the ubiquity retirement and savings group worked with the national today data science team to survey 1000 americans about saving for retirement and they asked a thousand people If they were saving for retirement and 80% of respondents said that saving for retirement was critically important, but only 56% were actually saving. So there's an interesting disconnect there between those that think it's important and those actually doing it. Also, two thirds of Americans are worried that they won't have enough saved for retirement. In fact, Gen Xers and millennials are the most worried, each at 33% and boomers at 28%. They still don't feel like they have enough saved for retirement, even as they approach it. According to the study, 66% of Americans are worried that they won't have enough money saved up by the time they retire. These concerns are not unjustified. One in three Americans currently have less than $5,000 saved, which is an amount that would last maybe a month, two months at most, depending on your location. And it's predicted that half of Americans won't be able to maintain their standard of living once they retire. Now, let's just do a few more statistics, shall we? The typical 65 year old has only enough savings to cover, wait for it, 9.7 years of retirement income. That's according to a study by the World Economic Forum. Now, what if you're one of the lucky people that lives longer than 9.7 retired years, and you outlive your money by, let's say 20 years, 25 years or more, Also, that study, by the way, was done before we entered the bear market of 2022, where Wall Street is off now 18% off of its highs, which makes that statistic even scarier. Now, the typical household nearing retirement only has an average of $135,000 in their combined retirement accounts. Realize that's enough money basically to have only 600 bucks a month of income. That's according to the Federal Reserve Study of Consumer Finances. A healthy 65-year-old couple retiring now will spend an inflation-adjusted $535,000 on out-of-pocket medical costs. That's the stuff that's not covered by Medicare, and that's according to the Milliman Health Cost Guidelines Survey. So guys, that's $535,000 just for health care, and that's four times more than the total amount saved for all expenses in retirement. And what if you're one of the lucky ones to live way beyond the averages and need ongoing care, not just for two or three years, which is the average, but 10 or more years for memory care or years in a nursing home? Who's going to pay for you then? With statistics like these, it's easy to feel totally defeated, but there are a number of easy strategies that can be implemented to give your retirement savings a security boost. And I'm not talking about taking a flyer on a meme stock or jumping into the shark-infested waters of crypto Ponzi schemes. In our episode today, we're going to be sharing some fun, practical, and simple ways where you can maximize your retirement income. And while we are clear into the fall as this episode drops, I want to take us back to the dog days of summer on July 1st. Now, what's so important about July 1st? when it comes to income retirement security. Of course, it's Bobby Bonilla Day. Bobby Bonilla is a 58-year-old retired New York Mets baseball player. And Bobby struck a deal to receive a check on July 1st every year from 2011 to 2035 for $1.2 million every year from the New York Mets. But how did he get such a sweet deal? In fact, this story gets sweeter and sweeter the more you dig into it. So you see, in the year 2000, the Mets agreed to buy out the remaining $5.9 million on Bonilla's contract. That would have been quite a payday right there. Bobby literally would have been the $6 million man. However, Bobby was thinking long range about his future retirement. So instead of taking that large lump sum, he negotiated with the New York Mets not to pay him a penny for over 10 years and then to make annual payments to Bobby of nearly $1.2 million a year for 25 years straight. So rather than getting a $6 million chunk of cash all at once, he'll receive closer to $30 million as a stream of income earned in his retirement years that he is now currently enjoying as we're speaking, as we're talking here. So that is why it is Bobby Bonilla Day every July 1st. So way to go, Bobby. He could have taken that $6 million and put it into a hope and pray strategy in the stock market. But Bobby was the perfect picture of retirement security. He built his wealth with income contracts. In his case, he created a deferred income annuity contract between him and the New York Mets. He was willing to wait 10 years in order to have 25 years of seven-figure income. And he's not alone. Just in the MLB, Ken Griffey Jr., Todd Helton, and Manny Ramirez, among others in the MLB, are taking deals that provide a stream of income throughout their retirement. My question, and the moral of the Bobby Bonilla story is, are you Bobby Bonilla, or are you the New York Mets? Are you shouldering the risk with your retirement money, or are you swapping out your risk for a contract of wealth and permanent guaranteed lifetime income? True retirement security? Is what we're celebrating when it comes to income contracts. Now, guys, what if just 10% of Americans had a guaranteed income contract? What would that do to the national retirement security? Surprise! It's not just 10% of Americans, but 100% of Americans already have an income annuity contract. That's right. It's part of the social contract that we all share as citizens of this great country. It's called Social Security. Now, what is Social Security if it's not a guaranteed deferred income annuity? That's right. It's a guaranteed income check that lasts as long as you live. So if you go around saying, like so many financial entertainers do, that I hate all annuities, please know that you already have an annuity in your portfolio called Social Security. And if you do truly hate all annuities, then please tell me how I can get in touch with you and I'll let you know where you can send your Social Security check. It'll be directed directly to my bank account. All right. While some people have projected the demise of Social Security, I can think of at least 65 million reasons why Social Security is here to stay. So what are those 65 million reasons you might be asking? Well, they're called the American seniors who vote. That's right. Will any of the Americans relying on their Social Security income vote to eliminate Social Security? Not on your life. So while I don't think Social Security is going away completely, like so many things the government names, Social Security is anything but secure. Yes, you might keep getting your Social Security income, but if you're counting on Social Security to help close the gap in your retirement income, keep in mind that Social Security benefits have lost one-third of their buying power just since the year 2000. Many of the things that retirees typically purchase have increased several times faster than Social Security cost of living adjustments. We're talking about things like medications and and things that seniors typically need to buy. And that statistic is actually before the inflation that spiraled out of control just in the last year and hit a 40-year high. So If Social Security won't be enough to cover your living expenses in an ever more expensive future, maybe we should all try maybe negotiating with the New York Mets, possibly, for our retirement savings? No, thankfully, you don't need to be a multi-million dollar baseball player in order to trade in your risky market basket case portfolio for a guaranteed income for life. Let me tell you the story of a client of mine. We'll change his name to Martin. Martin is a 51-year-old and just changed jobs, Uh, but as he changed his jobs, he was now faced with several different retirement security dilemmas. The first is he had a $250,000 401k from a previous job and wanted to move it to something that gave him some more deferred income for his retirement. He and his wife wanted to make sure that the money did not run out before they passed away. The second problem is that he only had started saving for retirement a few years ago. So he was really crunched for time now that he's in his early 50s. And the market has been rough on his account balance lately. So even so, he's been aggressively saving, putting the most he could into his 401k and IRA each year. And that's almost 30 grand a year. Now, due to the market's wild swings, he was he was definitely not thrilled with the idea of continuing to pump more money into those IRA, 401k vehicles, and he didn't like the idea of being taxed in the future. His future retirement, he believed taxes would be likely going up over his lifetime. After we conducted a full financial review, we got to go over his goals and concerns. We put together a series of steps that would help give him a significant increase in his retirement security. Martin wanted some more retirement security, and he didn't feel like his 401k or IRA would really do the job. So we put together a two-step solution to maximize his retirement income. And if you want to hear more about the income maximization strategy here, go back and listen to episode 83, aptly titled, How to Maximize Your Retirement Income. So his first step in his two-step process was to, one, get a guaranteed lifetime income by doing a tax-free rollover of his 401k into an IRA annuity. Setting up the annuity was easy enough. My staff filled out the paperwork for him and the transfer was complete within about two or three weeks. So right there, no more market risk. Now he had a guaranteed income with the opportunity to receive a potential pay increase throughout his retirement years from that annuity. So this would enable Martin and his wife to start receiving $42,484 a year off of his annuity starting at age 65. Wow. And by age 80, Thanks to the increasing income rider, that income from his annuity would have increased to $97,983 a year and would continue to increase for as long as he and his wife live with no market risk. The second step in his two-step solution was to redirect the money that would otherwise be going into a 401k and IRA contributions and instead putting it into a bank-on-yourself type policy rather than a fully taxable fee-ridden qualified plan like his 401k or IRA. Martin put $2,500 a month into a whole life policy, which was basically the equivalent as to the max he could put into a 401k and IRA after tax. And he plans to fund his whole life policy from today at age 51 till age 65, for about 15 years or so. At that point, his cash value is projected to be $567,000 and he'll have a $1.1 million death benefit. That's $1.1 million that he could leave his wife and kids income tax-free. So making sure both he and his wife have enough money to cover their retirement, as well as major medical expenses and nursing home costs if needed. And if Martin wants to, he could use some of the $567,000 of cash to draw on for retirement income, Valued at about $28,000 a year income tax-free to supplement his annuity that I mentioned earlier and Social Security and any other income that he might be receiving. The longer he lives, the more he benefits both from his annuity if he should pass away too soon. The death benefit also would generate a stream of income for his wife. Talk about retirement security. I'm still waiting to see if there are any mutual funds or exchange-traded funds or crypto or real estate or anything else that can do what I just described for Martin through insurance contracts. So why isn't all of America taking advantage of this? I don't know a simple answer to give you really, but maybe a better question is why aren't you taking advantage of this? If we can help one family at a time, we're one step closer to the true retirement income security that we're reaching for. Maybe you like Martin or even Bobby Bonilla could trade in your market-based risky portfolio for a guaranteed and even increasing income for life. So to wrap up today's episode, from my perspective as a certified financial planner, I cannot find anything else more efficient that generates retirement security then bank on yourself type policies and annuities. And I pushed pretty hard on that sentence right there to make sure I truly believed in it before I said it. And in fact, I've done a whole episode on how annuities compare to everything else. And I recommend checking it out. Listen to episode 176 if you wanna learn more about that. And it's not just little old me out here shouting in the wilderness about the efficiency and security of permanent guaranteed income that annuities offer. In fact, as the Employee Benefit Research Institute says, the only true form of retirement income security is a check, an income check that does not stop until one dies, end quote. Now that's quite a statement, but even the Wall Street Journal, guys, yes, the Wall Street Journal says annuities are a retirement account with airbags, end quote. And AARP points out that, Quote, your payments will continue no matter what happens in the stock market or how long you live, end quote. Can somebody, somebody tell me why this is not a default option for every American? If airbags come standard with every car, shouldn't we also have annuities that come standard in every retirement plan? I'll continue shouting about this from the rooftops, but in the meantime, what are you going to do to prepare yourself for a more secure retirement future? I know it sounds strange to say it, but annuities are still an insurance contract. How are they insurance, you might be asking? What are they really protecting? They protect you from living too long. What a weird risk, right? But when you get to a certain age and you see that your stock market account balance is dropping to dangerous levels, you cannot exactly just jump back into the workforce and start working when you're 82 years old and you think you might be around for another 10 more years So a long life is definitely a financial risk, and it's one that we all face. And when there's a risk, there's usually an insurance product out there to help cover that risk. So what's the function of insurance, whether it's health insurance or auto insurance or life insurance? Insurance is purely and simply the transfer of risk from you to another party. That's the basic definition of all insurance, the transfer of risk from you to another party. And right now, that risk is on your shoulders, living too long. What a weird risk. But could you transfer at least some of that longevity risk to another party, like an annuity company, to provide some income security in your retirement? That's the question I want to leave you with today. Bobby Bonilla, he transferred the risk, and look at what a payout he got. He went from $6 million to almost $30 million spread out over 25 years. But enough about Bobby Bonilla and his retirement. What about yours? All of us have the choice to put our retirement security somewhere. Our retirement money has to live somewhere. So thank you for joining me for this week's episode, and I can't wait to meet you right back here next week on Not Your Average Financial Podcast, helping you think and live different with your money